So tell the audience <laughs> why you weren't in class. Because. Skipping? We dropped out. <laughs> no, we decided not to go to university. Hi, Onyx fam. Welcome to the Onyx Life, where change comes with challenge. Every episode, we take you on a journey, moving you from the struggle life to the Onyx life, creating happy homes, financial empires, and exploring the lighter side of life. My name is Murthel. And I'm Rita. Today, we're going to be talking to Shalom and Sinead about what decision they made regarding college. So, Shalom, Sinead, welcome. Today is usually a day for me and Daddy, but today you're on here because you're in the hot seat. No, I'm just kidding. You're not in the hot seat, but we want you to talk about the decision you guys made regarding college. Hey guys, I'm Shalom. And I'm Sinead, and we're gonna, we're really excited to talk about this. Right. So they well, um, so they graduated this year, just to give some background for those that don't know, they graduated this year um, in May. And uh, we've been homeschooling them their entire life. And so the graduation was a success. We had a really good time. And we were really surprised at how supported this homeschool association's graduation was. There was a lot more people than we thought. And at that point in time, uh, Shalom and Sinead had gotten accepted into the university of their choice. It was a really exciting time. Uh, we got acceptance letters. We were able to select dorm rooms and everything into the university of their choice. And that was just a wonderful. In fact, we moved to the area that we are in presently because this had been sort of like a dream for quite some time. And so um, Shalom and Sinead are going to let us know uh, school just started last week. Well, no, we moved here. I just want to clarify. Mm -hmm. We moved here because we had always wanted to move back to the college town that we were, that we met, my husband and I. But we also moved here because we thought if we could be here while they're in college, we can keep the family business running a lot smoother than if we were thousands of miles away. Right. Okay. Right. So, so let's not keep the audience in suspense. So, what decision did you make? All right. So class started last week. So tell us how it went. Well, we were not there. What? You guys didn't show up to class? So tell the audience <laughs> why you weren't in class. Because. Skipping. We dropped out. <laughs> no, we decided not to go to university. Okay. Right, right. Why? Well, we've been talking about this for a couple months. Like, I don't even know if you guys know this, but me and Shay sometimes text in the middle of the night saying, like, like planning our future and just seeing, like, you know, how would it really work with our business, with our own personal lives? Do we ever even fit for college? Seeing how it really just fit into our lives right. for the next four years. So you guys were worried already about how you would be able to balance work and school and your life. Right. We just didn't see how it would contribute to our lives because the... The route, the route that we're going, the entrepreneur route, we don't need degrees mm -hmm. for it. So it would be a waste of time for us and a waste of money. Like, because mm -hmm. just going there just to, just to get the experience. I mean, that's great to get the experience. We were just going just for the experience. That's a lot of money for just an experience. So you don't wow, feel so that it um, would have been actually beneficial? No. Nah. There's so, a lot of ways you can get social interactions or just any like activities and just meeting people there's a lot of ways you can get that it doesn't necessarily have to be university and this is the type of college where basically like i feel like you can just arrive there without being even being a student and just like join the activities over there right right wow so that was really mature of you guys to be able to come up with that you know by yourself to say you know what there has to be another way for me to get a social experience without paying all that money so that just shows me that you guys are really business-minded so how did it feel like when you guys were in the process of making that decision and you shared a little bit about how you thought about it and you, you know, you weighed the pros and the cons. How did it feel approaching me and mommy about it? Like, were you guys scared? Were you guys feeling like confident? Well, well with mommy, I felt kind of comfortable with her. But I, I knew that mommy would probably be more supportive in this because I knew that mommy was like, she didn't really like, um, how would you say it? Like... Um, we could tell from body language that she was kind of scared about us going into the dorm and stuff because right. she wasn't sure how, like... If we would even focus on our current work as, as to compare to, like, our college life work. Oh, okay. So you were worried that you guys felt from me that 
I was concerned that when you moved into the dorm, you would not be able to focus on your work along with what you had to do with school. Right. Okay. okay. Especially and since school wasn't the priority for us at that. It wouldn't be the priority for us because it wouldn't necessarily help us with our career. So explain to the audience, what was my body language? Well, body language or speech language. Like if we <laughs> talked about moving into the dorm, you would kind of change the subject. Or... <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't sound... See, and I don't understand that because that's your impression. But for me, I don't see it that way because I was going to your appointments to make sure to take you to the doctor to make sure that you had your health stuff done. We were there and we were talking about getting all your stuff for the dorm. I don't see where I was changing the subject. That that is That always boggles my mind because i'm like i don't i don't see that when i guess sometimes like you probably wouldn't even know it because it's sort of like sub it's like you know subconscious to kind of just listen and then probably just change the subject and it and it wouldn't it wasn't on your radar but i guess they picked up on it and they just said oh okay maybe mommy's not too hot in that or maybe yeah but clearly clearly mommy was fully supportive of you guys going to college and that decision right it's not like she was unsupportive but i could i could just tell with some things Right. And so, with you, Daddy, we yeah. were totally uncomfortable. Like, we, <laughs> we, like I remember when we told Mommy, Mommy was like, are you sure? Like, that's great and everything. And then I remember you were coming inside and then we were like, child, totally changing the subject because we were too scared <laughs> to just approach it because right. you are very old and traditional in the ways of how you like... <laughs> Do you like? Wait, what? I you are old and traditional. Oh, I didn't, I didn't I'm mean, very old. I didn't mean that like that. Like you're of old tradition. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't mean it like that. So, audience, I have an idea. Uh, no, I know. Yeah, really so what? No. Uh, so what else? Um. So so how about you, Sinead? How did you feel about sharing it with me? With you, I was like, because we talked about it so much over the years, I wasn't sure if you'd be like, I thought you'd been really surprised, like, right? And you actually were really surprised when we dropped was, it on you. I was surprised, um, but um, but I was so happy that you guys were able to come up with that decision on your own, and you guys were able to put together all the pieces, and in particular, um, for those of you that have ever heard my ideals about you know college life and university and all that kind of stuff. You know that I'm college was never the situation where once we had our business and we started having an entrepreneurial spirit, we we knew for quite some time now that college is really not the solution that some people make it out to be. If you're going to go into a career, not for everyone, right? for everybody, like if you're going to go into a career where you're going to need um, an education, you're going to need the licensing and all the credentials, then absolutely like a doctor, a training. A, a certain training that you're going to need. Absolutely. But there are so many things that people want to contribute to society that they don't necessarily need university. And it's kind of like it can be a waste of time and a waste of money. But the area that I was focusing on was socialization. And so um, I was really excited for the kids to kind of go and experience their first things and, and, you know, make friends and have all that experience. And I felt like it would contribute to a portion of their life that they could probably never get back. And I thought it was very mature of my kids to be able to look at that, analyze everything and say, but you know what? I'm also at a very critical time in my life right now. And at this point in time, I feel like this is more important. So tell us a little bit more about that, guys, about that decision to say when you analyze it and you're like socialization, but this is more important. Why Why was this more important to you? Well, we had to weigh the pros and the cons and we had to look at other people's life and be like, OK, when you make friends in college, how long are you really friends with them? Does it like last your whole life? A lot of people, it lasts their whole life, but like. A lot of people, it does not. It's, it's, you have to weigh the pros and cons. Like when you get a degree, you know that it's going to last basically your whole life. So our job is going to last our whole lives. We have to focus right. on that. That's our degree, our, our entrepreneurship, our career. That's our degree that we have to prioritize. Got plus, you. So Plus we get a head start from most kids and, you know, we get to make um, money at this, at this point in time. Right, exactly. And so... Where are you at in your career that made you even more so say, I can't I can't spend half a semester because the whole idea was like, oh, go half a semester, maybe a year tops. What what where are you at in your career right now? Why you guys said, nah, 
I don't think this is maybe a good idea. It's definitely, we're still definitely in the beginning stages of our career. We're still building. And we're still building, but Mm -hmm. yet because of how successful our beginning career is, I feel like we're able to have more confidence in saying that, you know, we can even grow bigger and bigger with our careers and how we are able to grow. And and you guys felt that being gone to for a semester or a whole year would have slowed you down. Right, because a lot can happen in one semester. Three months, a lot can happen. A lot has happened in three months for us. Mm-hmm. Things have grown, things are, have fallen, and the beginning stages are the most important because you have to build a foundation. So we have to like firmly build a foundation. Got mm-hmm. you. Very mm-hmm. good, very good. So this really um, was really a lot of thought that you guys put into it. Um, so tell me, what are some of the things that you're excited about now? Because like, one of the things that kids that are going into university are excited about is like, oh, yeah, my new roommate and, you know, and my classes are starting and I'm going to be, let's just say a doctor. And, you know, so I'm going to be in microbiology in the labs. So kind of give people a picture of what your day looks like now that you guys are launched. Like some people just had their first day of school and it's rigorous. What is your first day of quote unquote first day of your business what does that look like and what are you guys most excited about like what elements of it are you guys most excited about um i guess the outcome of the work at the end of the day like you just work really hard in the creative stages and just be able to um work hard and just putting everything on the computer or like Mm -hmm. so when you say everything like what have you done in recently just like how other people are starting their classes what have you done recently that you're really proud of that you've launched or that you're getting involved in that you're like focusing on shalom um i am drawing more and i'm creating comics um for um the business and i'm also filming more and I'm okay so you're to... drawing what are you drawing like what what is your last project that you did that you're proud of um it was really illustrating the last Onyx book. That awesome. So you did an Onyx book. I mean, like, I don't know a lot of, you know, you know, kids your age that are launching a series that is, you know. This right. But I mean, series. I like, just wow. want to clarify for the audience. What they're doing is they're doing, um, multi- they're multitasking daily. They are running an internet business with entertainment. They are, um, they are filming. They are editing. They are writing skits. We have a book business where they are helping with um, all of the illustrations, the cover. We have a website that we have to manage and maintain, and we're creating other websites. We have merchandise that is constantly being um, tweaked and created and uploaded and all of those things. And even in our books, there's there's several different types that Shalom has taken on in order to illustrate for her end. And Sinead is also working on the music portion and we're launching another channel. So it's just on and on and on. Right. So that's an exciting, those are exciting business ventures. So tell me a little bit more guys about like um, the drawing element and you being a part of this amazing experience with drawing in these books. Uh, how did you feel when you saw your first book uh, come out that you, your contribution with the drawing and Sinead, Tell, tell us a little bit about your singing and, and what you, plans you have for your album. Like what, give us, give us an idea of what your day looks like. Well, with drawing, I always drew my whole life. And so to see it on paper, it's just really cool. And to just share my talent with others. It's just amazing how, how I was able to put that into like a good dream because I always dreamed of kind of illustrating books or animating some sort of stuff. So I really would like to go into that and make it bigger sooner in the future. Right. I, when I saw it and um, and I saw like this story that and, and for those that don't know, um, my wife is writing these books, um, these children books that, that kind of launch off of our Onyx series. And it's a collaborative experience um, experience where uh, Sinead deals with uh, some of the elements of like making the cover, making the graphics, making sure that our logos are in place. Um, Rita does the writing, she does the editing, making sure that everything is together in that element. And then Shalom does all of our illustrations. So like Shalom said, we've seen her draw her entire life and to be able to see how that educational experience, her giftedness and her talents, it coming together where our family are coming together to put it all together that was amazing and i was very proud of you shalom so Sinead, you tell me tell me about a little bit about that experience with the books and and some other things that you have on your plate 
Yes, it was really great making the cover for the the books. I'm really good at like graphic design and all that. So I was that was really easy for me to do, and I enjoyed doing that. So some other things I'm working on, I've been working on like in our Onyx Kids videos, we do like little raps, and I usually I write all the raps, I find the beats for it, sometimes make a new beat, whatever we need. And right now we're working on an Onyx Kids album to put out, so that's really interesting for me to work on, really fun to work on. Wow. Plus, you also do your own covers. Right. I also do my own covers on Instagram. Wow. So that's crazy. So it's like integrating all your talents and you're figuring out what platforms are the best to put it on. So you're using all the social media. You're tapping into the industry as far as recording. Um, and so how did that, how was that experience going for you? Have you ever written songs before and where did you put it on? And Yes, I write all the raps for Onyx Kids. So cool. that's cool. That's as far as it goes right now. But I'm planning on writing more songs in the future mm -hmm. so you did but you did do some projects with music on um uh during uh, certain holiday seasons and you put it on itunes you did write some music and you were in like the studio i guess i did write some of those but you did <laughs> you did sing on it and you helped recording it and stuff like that so how does it feel to kind of be in the music industry and kind of learning from scratch how to do these things well, it's definitely a learning experience for me because I do want to be a singer as I progress in my career and I want to be a singer. So doing this helps me build up my talents and skills to launch that career. Nice. See, a lot of people may wonder, how much does it take in order to do what we do? Some people say, oh, well, you're just doing a YouTube video. You just what? You just film it and you put it up there. But behind all of every video is researching the topic, writing the skit, getting the, the props, getting the lighting and the camera, filming it, and then doing take after take after take in case, you know, it's, it's a longer, complicated project. Then after that, there's the editing. And the editing can take a while. Then after that, there's, of course, the uploading. And not just and you don't just throw up a video on YouTube. You have to search for the metadata. You got to make sure that your tags are right, your title is right for the ranking. There's a lot that goes into it. So on top of the drawing for the books and or I should say illustrating in the books and making the songs and all the other things, they're also helping to manage a full time YouTube and not just YouTube because our videos are on Amazon and we are pursuing other projects in order to get them, you know, more more projects on other platforms. So there's just a, a lot of work even on that end. So usually what our day looks like, it's it's probably a lot like university, but it's just within our context. You know, we'll start off with a meeting, making sure that we're all on target and mm -hmm. we're hitting our target goals. It's talking about new ideas. New ideas. And then it all fits into branding. So we're not just going to come up with an arbitrary great idea. We're always looking at conversations around what we do and when we're going to introduce something new is, how is this going to meet our brand? Like, how is it going to fit into the Onyx mm -hmm. brand? And, and how can we parlay this and market this and things like that? So we're constantly trying to um, make sure that our children understand that it's not just your talent being displayed, but how can you parlay your talent in a way that you can um, make it a financial success and it can be an influential success in, in, in the broader scheme of um, social media. That's right. And we also have to run our social media channels, which are girls and um Actually, it's really all the girls that that run our major channels. So there's just quite a lot to do. And I think a lot of people would actually find that as an entrepreneur, you probably spend more time actually working on your business in hours that go far beyond than just the business hours because um, everything takes so much time. So even when we are, let's say, illustrating the book, there's a lot of formatting because we keep everything basically in-house. I do the formatting and I have to make sure that this is right and that is right when we're when we're uploading it and we have to find out for each platform because our books are on Amazon, they're on um, iBooks, they're on Barnes and Noble, all those things that you have to figure out what are the requirements. So it's just always a lot of busy work and imagine them trying to now balance what we do here and those are just some of the projects. There are other projects that we are working on that um, that Sinead helps us out with that don't necessarily have to do exactly with the brand, but there are other things that we are into that, you know, we had to create websites and run things. And so imagine trying to balance 
what we're doing here with a full-time schedule in college of just like, let's say, because they're freshmen, it would just be the generals. One of our concerns was that they were going to get caught up with the education of education. If you know what I'm saying, almost like I, I wanted to say the propaganda of education, but I'm just going to say the education of education, where once a child goes into a university setting, especially as a freshman, they already begin to be educated on why it's so important to get your education. And that may be the truth for some of the people going there, but not necessarily everybody. And so what ends up happening is, is that if our children went there, we have spent quite a bit of time educating them on the importance of entrepreneurship on the importance of you know um owning your own and then to get into the school setting to start a re-education as to this is so important one of our fears was that they would start class and feel like oh i have to go to class and i can't disappoint my teacher who is expecting this of me as opposed to um the conflict of feeling like oh but i gotta go home and tape or i have to go home and do my business so what are you guys thinking about that that possibility well, I'm all about pleasing people, so I definitely would have been in that trap. Yeah, you th- you feel like you feel like you would have been drawn into that sort of education, right? Yeah. 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 It's so easy like how your priorities could switch. So you have to really be careful where the where you're spending most of your time. So if you're living on campus in the dorm with everybody who around you thinks one way and you think a different way, it's all it's going to influence your thoughts. Right. That's right. Well said, yeah, definitely. And along with the business that they run, because they are so competent at it, Merthel and I have been able to now really focus on aspects of the business that they are not in. And so we work really well as a team. So when they were thinking about going off to college, we were really trying to start to make shifts now and to say, okay, you know what? We have to fill in here where they or where we would see the gaps. And so it was difficult, but I was supportive because I did not want to be, I didn't want to be the one to say, no, don't go. I wanted them to make that decision to say, what is the most important thing right now in their on their mind? And if it was college, I wouldn't have disagreed with it. I would have said, okay, well, you know, let's support in the way that you feel right now where you need to be supported because that's as a parent i don't especially at this age i did not want to be someone that was trying to keep back an experience from them that they felt they needed to have it was it worked out a whole lot better that we were supportive right up to the point where it was like all we had to do was basically move in and get the classes now and for them to say yeah this is what i want to do But I want to know is, as your friends have now started to move into their dorms, we got people going off to different places locally and and, um, across the country. How does it feel, though? Because I know the other day you were saying it was a little bit bittersweet. So tell us about why it was bittersweet. Because we made that we made that choice so close to like moving in. It was almost like, did we make the wrong choice? Did we make the right choice? Like we were thinking like, I wonder if we would have been able to handle it. Would we have been able to handle it? And then we analyze it and we're just seeing like, it's just the hype of the orientation and just the event that's happening. But we really, we have to see and know that like after a couple of weeks, it will die down and it'll be like any other right. day. So we can't just, we can't just own into the, the hype of it. That's very mature. Yep. Definitely right. very mature to understand that this is a hype. And the hype will go down. And when the hype goes down, they're going to be exactly where they think they want to be, which is in class, getting their education, going towards the destiny that they envision for their life. But you guys would have been like, wait a second, I'm here. I'm watching everybody studying around me. And everything in university is set up towards the university agenda. It's not set up towards the entrepreneurial agenda. Um, it's basically set up so that you will look for a job, not make a job. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you would um, definitely, um, we were definitely glad that you guys were able to be mature enough to see that, wow, even though I can do a lot of things, I shouldn't just put myself in a situation where it's a possibility that I could end up affecting my business and I don't want to do that. So you guys made the choice, you know, you made that choice. Right. And I, And I think that, as you guys continue to fully get into the business, there are things that now I could and my and Merthel could show you guys and get into 
because now we know that your focus is this 100%. You know, there's a lot of other things that I, I saw this article where they were talking about trademarking and licensing and all those and, and copyright and all those things. And those are things that I usually handle. But to see them now make this type of decision, I'm, I'm very excited to get them more involved on the administrative level as well. So behind the scenes, right? Because I want them to know this business not just in the front, but on the back end as well. All the things that basically support everything that we're doing. Absolutely, it's it's quite a lot, and I I don't we don't take entrepreneurship um, lightly. It is it is very intricate, and there's so many aspects and so many things that you have to do. And for them to see that you know this is what I want to spend the majority of my time in. I, I think it's a very mature decision because right. we had been pushing for so many years, gotta go to this college, go to this college, have this experience, you know, you have to go and do this, you have to go and do that. And we really did not even get to the mindset that we're in until pretty recently, in the mm -hmm. last maybe few years. So for them to switch now into that mindset as well after being indoctrinated by us for so many years shows that they also saw, I think, for themselves mm -hmm. without even just us pushing. Right. You know, they went along and they and they were able to just evaluate and see. Okay. So Shalom, so, so Shalom and Sinead are um, about to be nineteen and eighteen in just a few weeks, and most of their lives they have been pretty much indoctrinated by the idea of education in its traditional sense. Right. Because that's where we were at. It's only been the last two years that we have really advanced in the way that we, and a shift has taken place in our family in the way that we think and how much we realize that entrepreneurship and ownership is extremely important. And we have done a really consistent job in making sure that we're educating them. So I agree with what you said, like literally versus their entire life being educated one way and then now them hearing what we're saying and you guys being able to weigh those two things and make a decision like that it really makes me very proud of you guys that you guys can do that and be able to say okay i understand both sides because i was educated in that other side and i understand this side and i'm going to make a decision for myself i am going down this path so that was really good now there are some rewards for this um like i want to talk kind of like about the the the, the financial element because one of the things I remember hearing you guys say is that I really don't want to spend all this money on university because university, you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a big investment. When you look at tuition in private school, like what you guys would have been in, it could be easily twenty thousand each, easily. When you it when you rack could up have been, each, it would have been, it would have been twenty thousand. And that's each. one of the more affordable colleges, right? <laughs> I mean, and university. We know so how much a, another college usually right. costs. They can cost anywhere from like forty, sixty thousand a year. Right. So it's a huge financial investment. You guys were like, I really don't want to spend all that money, and I'm not really in that. So now, now that your twenty thousand each or forty thousand has been freed up, and you don't have to put that on. What are some of the things that you're utilizing that for to invest in yourself? Sinead? Well, I am building a personal studio inside the home. Mm. So I be, I'll be using that to make more music and like probably incorporating it with the podcast mm -hmm. and um, an audio book for our books. That's oh, right. That's right. That's a very big aspect of and our I'm... publishing is the audiobooks as well that will be coming. Right. So that studio will serve multiple multiple purposes. That's right. Not just for the Onyx kids, but she also has a dream of being also um, a, a singer and also the audiobooks. So right. So money well spent. And see, that's the thing. Like a lot of people, you know, they look at education as an investment, but you have to have an invest a financial investment when you are investing in your own business as well right so the fun thing about that is and the great thing about that is is that you said i am not going to invest in university um where i don't really know how that's going to feed back into my business i'm just going to give the money directly to my business right so that's that's really great now shalom i know that you bought like like an ipad like the 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 no you guys got that for me for christmas was that Christmas that we got it? Yeah, I did. But oh, I knew okay. that I was buying it for the purpose for uh, her to be able to do the illustration. Right, right. It was, um, I think it's an iPad Pro. An iPad Pro, that's yeah. right. That's right. 
But um, these are the kind of investments that we are really interested in, where you're feeding in and you're seeding in, making sure that you're buying your kids things that are going to seed into their future. So when we're thinking about buying Shalom a gift for birthday or whether we're investing in them um, for their education, whatever, we're constantly looking at, okay, Shalom gets really excited about drawing and if we're going to be able to do these books and she's doing illustrations and she's making um, these cartoons, we are going to have to invest in that. And so we're just encouraging parents that, you know, the, there's a financial element to this also and you need to invest. And so it's not about like, well, they're not going to go to university. So, you know, all this money. No, it's still going to be a very expensive um, investment, but it's going to be completely worthwhile because you're going to see you're going to connect the dots between what you're buying them for their future and how the output is. They're going to be making money and they're going to be feeling really good about those decisions right away. Right. And I think that uh, for in terms of finances, too, I know that you guys have expressed to me that it feels good to be making money right now right compared now. Right. to some of the your peers that are currently um, some of them are getting into debt right now with school loans and some of them are only able to work, you know, side jobs right now while they're in school full time. Tell us about that, how it feels to be able to say, hey, I'm, I'm making a really good income right now. Well, I don't want to sound braggy, but it feels good. <laughs> right, right. Our kids, seriously, they, they hate talking about money. Well, I think that yeah. actually it's it actually leads me to this other point I was actually going to ask you about. I know that you guys have expressed to me that you don't really talk about it with your friends, what you guys do, that they don't really know. And a lot of them don't even really ask about it. And that basically they just talk about what they're doing at school when they were in high school. And then now they're what the fixated is, with, or, with what they're yeah. doing in college, but that they don't really say, okay, so what are you guys up to? I know that you guys have told me that they, you just don't really talk about it. And is it because you're embarrassed? Is it because you don't think they'll understand? Like, tell us or about why. Or you don't want to show off. Right. Or you don't want to show off. Tell us about why you feel that you guys don't really um, talk about it with your friends. I don't think they just wouldn't understand it, really. I feel like it's just such a different territory that they just, it's just something that just they, don't, they just don't understand. Like, school is what most, most of them are in right now. And so it's like, that's something that they would definitely be able to relate to but with our work like how can they relate to entrepreneurship or anything like that mm. mm -hmm. yes i agree i agree with shalom they wouldn't really understand but also like we we don't really want to be want to stay humble so we don't want to seem like we're bragging we don't want to be called out like oh you're just talking about this because you want to shop like you're rich you're you can do this you can do mm -hmm. that you got that car you got that house we don't want to be like that like we mm -hmm. want to share our experiences and share about our day <laughs> regularly but we're not sure how they're going to perceive that. Right. Mm. It is difficult. It is difficult being in your situation, in your position. Um, as, uh, you know, many of people your age and your peers are getting jobs maybe at the traditional places that me and Rita used to work, things like that, you know, newspaper job or, or just working at a fast food joint. I remember when I used to work at <laughs> a fast newspaper. food. newspaper. Who did that? Well, I'm just saying, I, I used to do newspaper. Oh, I you did? Do, yeah, I that's one of my first jobs like i used to give like a, how, a neighborhood how, how old are you i was like maybe like 11 or 12. no no Shiloh could not do that mommy would not trust <laughs> right right and then when i became a teenager I, a lot of your friends i know a lot of your friends either work at a supermarket or they work at a fast food place or they work at you right. know things like that and so these are kind of like the traditional jobs that high schoolers have and um for for you to be able to work at what you've been working at as teenagers um, and just the level of skill set that you had to develop to do that. It's not like flipping a burger or saying, good afternoon, ma'am, what would you like? It's, it's, it's bigger than that. And, and a lot of the time that you guys spend after you're trained and after you guys learn how to do this, like editing, like the, the filming and transferring and, you know, you weren't learning things about social media. After you guys learn that, then you're kind of on your own in a sense. Like, mummy gives you a lot of guidance where you guys can come back and you can get that guidance. But at the end of the day, you guys had a lot of autonomy. So there's so many things that you guys had that um, that were so much more almost like you guys already were launched into adulthood. The amount of money that you guys are making. And of course, you, I know you'd feel uncomfortable with sharing that with your friends or, or, or and we just, just generally just don't share that stuff. We keep it private. 
but it definitely sets you guys apart and i can understand why you guys would not want to necessarily talk about it but it might be good to kind of find areas that you can share because we really want to do help people we want to help other people explore because some of them they may be going to university and it's not for them Mm -hmm. and then if they never you know if they didn't get that um, education on it, then I know you guys do have friends that you guys have shared. What was your response to those friends? Your yeah, yeah, yeah. What was and what was their response? What was so? their response? Yeah, they're very supportive of it. They're really like I just talked to one the other day, and she was like, "Oh, that's good that you're working a lot, and that you know." Because when I told her that I wasn't going to go to university, they were shocked. Like both of them that I was talking to, they were shocked. But then you know, a couple months later, they're okay with it. They've adjusted to it. They're like, I tell them about work. They're like, oh, that's great that you're, you know, you're working, you're enjoying it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just told a girl the other day when I was going to the church that, who I used to room at, um, at that one time in November, like, you know, I wasn't going and she was shocked. She was like, oh, really? Um, oh, wait, well, good luck with that. That's when they went to, well, it used to be, it's college like days, house. basically, for high school seniors to come spend a week with the, um, the freshmen that go to the college currently and uh, shalom this was the person she stayed with for that week oh cool okay so 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 generally has anybody taken you up on your offer when you guys have shared what you do the ones that you have shared with has anybody taken you up on your offer and tried it themselves no 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 yes yes they have they actually have and it the thing is it didn't really work out for them but the thing is they can't try to do the exact same thing that we're doing they have to try to do their own thing right so right you know, you have to experiment with what you can and can't do. And you have to, the thing is, you have to know that it takes longer than a couple of weeks. It takes really like, a, it could be years. Like, Right. And I think that that's what is the difference. I think that we have stuck to it through thick and through thin. And there have been a lot of ups and a lot of downs. But we've stuck to it because we've decided that this is what we want to do. Right. right. Whereas other people look at it like um, a hobby maybe if if it works out maybe we'll stick to it Mm -hmm. and with that kind of attitude it's just been um really not helpful for people who want to have that kind of success because they feel that it should come within a certain amount of time that they think it should come in and if it doesn't well then it obviously must not work well i think one of another big uh hurdle for some people is parental support I think if you have parents that are saying, you know, they're like us, like we are like 100% before. In fact, they felt more comfortable. Like you heard this yourself on this podcast. They felt more comfortable coming to us and saying that we want to go the non-traditional route than you did feel even saying I want to go the traditional route. And while most kids, it's the opposite way around. If they came like, what was that girl, Lily? Like she had to literally, literally fight against her parents. What, Lily Singh? Lily Singh, yeah. Right, and then she had to make a deal. Like, if this doesn't work out, I don't know, in a year yeah, she, or two years Yeah, in one year. She had one year to make it work. Right, she had to go back to college. Right. So, yeah, I, I think that definitely our support has um, helped to, um, to influence you guys to make this kind of decision. And I'll be truthful, and it would be, it probably would have been devastating for me if you guys had gone the other route not devastating where i felt like your lives would have been ruined no you guys could have still had a wonderful beautiful future but devastating because i feel like i have come to a a light for us and our family i've been establishing this brand for as a legacy right and i love the fact that i have a hundred percent buy-in from our children it would be like and, and it, it's not a forcing situation, but I would have personally probably felt, oh man, this was a great opportunity and we'll just see what happens, I guess. But now I can feel like, okay, you know, they're not just thinking about what they're doing now. They're setting up now for their future and their families and their children. And I'm, it's, it's exciting to me. And I feel like, especially in our community, black community, we have to continue to develop things that can get passed down from generation to generation. Right. Generational wealth is lacking in, in our community in a, such a major way. So whether it's like this or something else, just being able to now hopefully continue to start that within our family is, is very exciting and, and needful. Right. So, And I can understand why some parents uh, would take the direction that they went. Because like, for instance, my parents, 
both of them were educational. They had their educational degree. My mom became a registered nurse and she had to go to um, college in order to get that um, that credentialing. Um, my dad, he went on to do um, bachelor's and master's in his profession as a minister. Um, and so like I came from an educational background, which many families will will do. And so it's just out of the box for them to be able to teach your children anything else that they did not do but it, it was out of the box for us you well, have two masters and a bachelor's i have a master's and a bachelor's right you're right but what we did do that was a little bit different than my parents is is that a lot of people feel like i don't want to take that responsibility because i don't know how to teach my children but because we took that step of homeschooling them their entire life and mm-hmm. and we saw that wow we homeschooled them and we were so imperfect at it but yet it worked out in our imperfection that's a whole another podcast <laughs> In our imperfection, it worked out. And so it gives us a little bit more confidence to say, okay, we may not have gone down this path before, but if we took that leap to homeschool our kids for the the majority of their life, all of their life, and it worked out, and now we are launching our business, I think we can do this. Let's do it. Right. Well, you know, a lot of people listening are going to go, what if it doesn't work out and you don't have a degree? Now what? What's your answer to that? Well, for one thing, we started this before, while we were still in high school, we started this before university. So that was our leverage that it's already working out for us. So we don't need to go. But for people that are starting when they're starting university, I feel like that you should make the effort to do it while you're doing university. Mm -hmm. Don't drop your day job when you're doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Just we got to work on it on the side. In fact, our mom, when we first started it, she still had her job until we were short was working. Then then she dropped her day job. She didn't just drop it on the day she started it. Right. 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 Good. Good advice. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, you try it out. And but when I, when we say try it out, I'm not saying like a haphazard, like no, put you the have effort to. in like you would university, like go right. all out. Right. You know, what is what is your response to that? Um, criticism? Well, and if this doesn't work out and used and you're not you don't even have a degree to fall back on. Well, I kind of have to agree with Sinead and, um, you know, if it can work before, it can work again. And even if it does fail, you know, there's other ventures I can go through. But, you know, not everything has to go through um, the education system. Right. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing, one of the things I would say to them is, is that university and college is also an experiment is just as much it is exactly just as much you're not guaranteed a job no and you're not guaranteed to stay in that job once you do get hired but the, the, the problem is is that when you do something like an entrepreneurship you can start making money right away even if it's mm-hmm. not as much money but it right. is some while university they start you on the deficit they start you within debt they say okay you pay us and exactly. then we, and they still don't follow through on the promise of getting you the kind of job that you can to pay off that debt and I just don't think that that's fair. I, even in a business sense, we do want not want to pay anybody before. Do the job, do it well, and then we can then we'll pay you to make right. sure that we get what we have. Right. I just really want to emphasize what you said that going to college and getting a degree is not a guarantee that your future is set. It is not a guarantee that you will for sure have a job. It's just not. And we know plenty of people who have had who had degrees and they are working jobs that don't even need the degree because right. they couldn't even find something within their degree or degrees that if you don't go all the way to the PhD level they're they're worthless at the bachelor's level right you know there's a there's a thousand different scenarios about how something can work in you with education from a university and how it can't work and I think for us, we're just going down one of these pathways, but people love to say, but you should have a degree to fall back on. It's like, no, I have a skill set to back, to, to back, to back up, up. Right. I have know? the knowledge exactly. and the wisdom of how to, to apply that on. knowledge to back uh, to fall back on. Exactly. Because really, bachelors, unless you're doing nursing or maybe one or two other uh, degrees, you can get nothing with a bachelor's you cannot get anything it's very hard very hard psychology exactly. biology um the social work the mm-hmm. list goes on that with a bachelor's well social work social you probably work you can, can. Yeah, yeah social work nursing is one of those right. but there are very few um educational paths that you can get a bachelor's and right out of it you get um you get work and so i would say that your first degree your bachelor's is almost like an extension of high school it's just like it's almost like you know just grade school high school and they make you take so many generals 
with the premise of, oh, well, you should be exposed to everything. Look, I took art history. I did not need that class. You know, I really didn't. Right. And so it was just a, a, a money scheme to pay, make us pay more. And I'm, I can get very passionate about this whole thing mm-hmm. with school and, 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 and what it is, what it's really about, not just education, but the money behind you know what they charge everyone right. from student loans to all the generals and and you know it's just a right. i'm just very uh, upset by not having this knowledge beforehand but i'm so we are so into education and but it's called self-education and it's called <laughs> finding right. um, educational resources that you can benefit from so one of the things that we purchased uh, for our children was the dave ramsey financial peace university um discs um, because we want them to go through it. And so that came in the mail not too long ago. And w- that's one of the things that we want them to go through because we want them to understand taxes and we want right. them to understand investments. This one's not on disc anymore. We, you can stream it. Stream this it. Is what yeah, we're doing. the one with the streaming. Right. And we and we want them to understand budgeting and we want them to understand all of these these elements. And of course, we've shared that with them to a certain degree, but we want them to have something that is even that is even reinforcing a lot of the values that we've had or introducing some things that we have not yet got into. And so, um, like Rita said, getting them into understanding licensing, understanding um, the, the various levels of branding and, um, and getting in, involved in that. Sitting in discussions where we are negotiating brand deals so that you understand mm-hmm. contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that we encourage our children, like now they've gone to a few concerts, but when they go to a concert or if they say, mom and dad, like we'd like to go to this concert, it's not just simply like, let's just go to this concert with this superstar that we just love. And most people will be going there and just like enjoying themselves and dancing and laughing and singing along with the song. And we want our children to do that too and have fun. But we always say, listen, you're in this industry. If you're going to go to this meet and greet with, you know, your favorite YouTuber, if you're going to go to this person's concert where, you know, that's your favorite singer. We want you to pay attention to your environment. Look around, see how they're entertaining, see how the crowd is responding, see, you know, the way that they connect the entertainment to the product that they're giving the songs that they're giving we want you to observe and it be a learning experience for you because that's you on stage that's right that's you interacting with the audience and so notice education education now takes on a different form like how many kids would much rather there are many kids that are like our kids they're not necessarily built for university their purpose is another way how many of them would much rather instead of being in a stuffy classroom just sitting forward and listening to a teacher jab on for an hour mm-hmm. they would rather go to a concert and learn mm-hmm. they would rather take their own money that they made and invest it invest that money and watch it grow they would rather take their own business watch their name on their own business and watch that thing grow and learn ways of how that can grow that's education, folks, because it gets you excited. It's hands-on. It's not stuffy. It's not all chairs faced forward listening to somebody try to disseminate information verbally. Not everybody is just verbal audio learners. Right. You know, they're experiential learners. So um, this is what we're talking about. It's 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 the new way for the millennials and the and the ones that are um, the generation Y. And all the new generations coming forward, education must look different. It has to be more engaging. It has to be ownership and um, taking control uh, of your own destiny. It has to be able to produce the kind of money that you can exist and thrive and leave a legacy. This is the Onyx life that we are trying to present to you guys so that you guys understand um, that you don't have to do things the old way or the ways in which we're told to only regret it after you're done but you can um you can do it differently be bold do it differently that's right so girls do you have any final thoughts on this who do you think would um would survive in university if one of us um decided to go and one of us decided to stay like who do you think would survive in it and who wouldn't um i don't know i think that probably the question that i'd like to say is 
who would survive in this new form of education. And when I look at it, I can tell that definitely both of you have a certain skill set where you both are thriving in your own way because each person has a different skill set. So I would I would definitely put my money on the both of you guys mm-hmm. definitely thriving in, in this set. And as far as education is concerned, I'm glad that you guys made the decision. I, I, I think that you guys kind of made the decision for us, like mm-hmm. who would thrive best. You guys made that decision. Neither of you, because neither of you want to. You see, <laughs> neither of you want to. Right. You both have decided that I don't want to thrive there. I want to thrive where you know where you know I feel that my giftedness is. So, what about you, Sinead? Any last th- thoughts on this? Yes, follow your dreams. It sounds cheesy, but follow your dreams because where your heart is is probably what was placed in your heart to do in your life. Like Sinead's literally wearing a shirt that says "Positive Mind," positive my um vibes positive what's the last one life meaning i think that you should really follow that just be stay positive positive about everything about all your decisions yes that's right. good. Well, that's, that's what we good. want for you guys. We want you guys to stay positive about the decision that you made because mommy and daddy, we're very proud of you guys. We think you made the, the, the right decision. And so um, stay positive about it. There's going to be some hard roads to, to, to follow on this path. Um, but there was going to be hard roads if you went the other way also. So and stay you've already positive. experienced some hard roads in what we're what we've been doing. And it has strengthened you. Right. It has strengthened all of us as a family. And so I'm excited for the future. If you guys were younger like us, like would you guys um choose definitely choose this route? Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. There's 1, no thousand percent. There's no question about yes. it. Like if I had started earlier, like we know some people um that are in the industry, our colleagues, and they're much younger than us, you know. And um and we just look at them and just oh. like, whoa, like these people are killing the game at such a young age. They have a family also. So they made some some good decisions, even family wise, you know, starting a family young and mm-hmm. things like that. They didn't they didn't delay, you know, the social side of their life. They got married. They had their children, but they're still so young. And I was just so proud to see that they start they started so young while we we kind of went the traditional route. And then throughout your whole life, almost not, not right. your whole life, but like, well, I mean, they're about 10 well, they're he, about ten he's years. About, he's about um, eight years younger than me. Right, and she's about ten. Yeah. So they're so, that. That's a ten year. So that jump would on be us. actually more like twelve years younger than you. That's yes, twelve so, years younger than me. So that's a that's a big jump. It is. It is to have started what we were doing ten years ago would have been awesome. Oh my goodness! But I always have to say, and I've said this before on the podcast, that timing is everything. And ten years ago, what we were doing would not have worked in the way that we're doing it now. That's right. true. And what we needed, we needed our kids to be older for right. our particular circumstance. Right. Could it have been something else? Yes. And we could have evolved to where we are now. But I'm not going to regret not knowing about something oh, 10 absolutely. years ago. But, but I just feel it so would have been to awesome it. to be able to right. just get a jump on it. And it feels so good to just watch them and what they're doing and how they're doing it at such a young age. It really, you know, that really is, feel proud of them. I just read how we're the most entrepreneur, like generation. I think my generation is going to become the most entrepreneurs out of everybody. Really? Um, and then and then you guys are already getting a jump on it so you know we're really proud of you guys for for starting so young so we're really happy that you guys have um, made this decision and we were happy to share this with our audience to let them know that there are always other options stay positive and um you know think think beyond what you're told to do um explore the giftedness that god has placed inside of you he's given each one of us different gifts and we can follow that path comfortably that's right thanks for listening join us again monday through friday show notes are found on theonyxlife.com join our facebook the onyx life follow us on twitter at the onyx life and on instagram at the onyx life official now go live that onyx life where change comes to challenge see you next time 